Welcome to the Daily Drive. This show is dedicated to keeping you educated, informed, and most importantly, driven to succeed. We want your feedback, so call us at 1-800-437-5121. Everyone on the Daily Drive Show team hopes you enjoy this show. Here's your host, Ken Noor. Welcome to The Daily Drive. I'm so incredibly glad that you are here today. I hope that you are having a fantastic week and that you are having the best day of your life. Yesterday, we started an interview with Alfonso de la Nuez of UserZoom, and the story continues today. This guy has built, by building great people around him, has really built a pretty good-sized company and a very successful company that focuses on its customers, but really helps its customers focus on their customers and their experiences through the digital world. One quote from his interview from yesterday that I love so much is that every company is a software company, and if they aren't, they should be. And that's because no matter what you do today, you're going to have to interact with your customers online and user zoom's focus is about improving that customer experience with your digital assets your website your apps etc so we're going to pick up on yesterday's interview right where we left off and here we go so just kind of evolved over time yes yes evolved and and to be honest i never thought it would get this big um you know we 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 never raised that much money just some seed capital um, you know, and, and we were able to grow the business up to 15 million in bookings um, with hardly any capital. And, and when 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 that happened, and that was you know really because of the iPhone and the social media, and and because user experience became so important uh, as it is today, um, then the business started growing, and then we raised a whole bunch of capital, and and here we are, you know, going for going for uh, going for the Shooting for the moon and shooting for the stars. <laughs> I love that. Well, and you should shoot for the moon. I love the the old the, the phrase of uh, you know, it's better to shoot for the moon and miss than aim for nothing and hit. Uh, you yes. know, you definitely definitely should. So, hey, I want to pivot a little bit and talk to you uh, personally, uh, and I'm going to give you a couple of a series of little rapid fire questions here to kind of get you your juices flowing on where I'm headed. So, in one word. Characterize your life as an entrepreneur. Perseverance. Perseverance. I love it. Are you married or single? I'm married. How long? Just out of curiosity. Nine years. So dinner and a movie out or dinner at home and Netflix? Oh, out. I, I definitely love to go out for the, to the movies and enjoy the, the outdoors and be out for sure. Nice. Nice. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Oh, my goodness. My, wow. my favorite. Love it. Awesome. You're a new addition to the crayon box. What color would you be? Uh, my favorite color is orange. Orange. All right. What are your hobbies? Basketball, um, cars. I'm into racing. Um, I go to the I go out to the track quite a bit. Um, and then nice. my kids and my family. I mean, and, and that's not the the right order. <laughs> right. But uh, those three take those three take up uh, all all the time that I have other than business. 
Well, when you have kids, I should have said, what were your hobbies? Because kids are become the thing for that period of time, and they should be. And I, I'm glad to uh, hear you say that wasn't quite in the right order. What makes you happy? Oh, you know, the simple things, for sure. The very, very simple things. Um, you know, the sense of accomplishment, you know, the fact that you're learning every day. I like to learn every day. Uh, you know, I think I, I'm very conscious of the fact that life is a journey. And so, you know, I think we go through happy moments and sometimes they're unhappy. There's no such thing as one happiness. You know, this is, it's moments, right? And so the right. simple things make me happy. Uh, being, being in equilibrium in, in my mind, um, you know, with my wife and with my family and, and seeing the kids. Uh, grow, and, you know, my, my, my son, I have a 10 year old and he plays a lot of basketball and nothing makes me more happy than seeing, uh, you know, crush it in the court, on the court, you know, and score <laughs> and, and be super happy. That type Absolutely. of stuff makes me happy. And then if I may add, and you guys will record this however you'd like, but if I may add, hey, selling and beating the target makes me very happy. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No. You know what? I think a lot of entrepreneurs find great satisfaction in what they do, um, and 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 you are you're absolutely correct to say it. I, I think that, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you've used the word passion in our in our own conversation. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, and you you use the word perseverance as that single word, if if you don't have passion, you don't you won't have perseverance because That's if you're right. doing it for just the money, if it's just a money thing, you will lose interest before long. But if you actually enjoy what you're doing and you have a love for what you do, then you will be able to persevere through tough times, difficult eras and grow through all of that because you just like what you do. And, and, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you, so, you know, how many on average you're talking to a new entrepreneur and think about your journey here, but, What's an average day like? How many hours do you work? I mean, is it is it eight and done, or is it never stop like most of us? Yeah, I mean, it never stops because I like to your point. I'm very very passionate about the business, and I I right. love what I do, and so therefore, to me, I don't really count. Um, right. What I can tell you is that it has changed, right? So we've been in business for ten years or over ten years, and um, you know, I think the first stages when you're kind of taking off and trying to get that first to second million in, in ARR, you know, annual recurring revenue, you know, you're probably doing, you know, something like 10 to 12 hours a day and it's very, very hard and you have incredible deadlines. And, you know, the, the passion, sorry, the, the stress and the, and the tension is related to finding product market fit and ultimately being able to make payroll, you know. And I remember mm -hmm. those days very, very well, very, very well. Uh, you move fa fast forward and you're, you know, well past 10 million, 20 million, 30 million, uh, where we are today, and you are in a different, um, you're totally in a different uh, situation from an hours perspective. Um, I am so fortunate to have hired uh, an amazing team of guys. Uh, I cannot reemphasize, I know that we hear this all the time, but the fact is the first thing you got to do as a great entrepreneur is to recruit, to recruit mm -hmm. the best guys, you know, surround yourself by the best guys. Be able to delegate, and when you do that, uh, Ken, I got to tell you, I find myself sometimes working ten hours, and I find myself some days working four to five, and right. you spend more of that more, more time thinking. Um, it's okay if you don't work that many hours, but there are a lot more 
um, productive and efficient. So today, I guess my long answer was that, but my short answer would be that today, you know, I'm probably doing somewhere around, you know, maybe nine hours uh, mm-hmm. per day times six, you know, more or less. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I work on the weekends a little bit, but but not super crazy, not super crazy. The thing is, is that I think we as entrepreneurs, when, when once we reach that level, it, it, we don't even notice a clock. It's not about a clock. Our, we, uh, part of us is built around a part of our, our psyche and, and our even our identity to some degree is, is built around making this thing and making it work and then it evolves i think you're right you you begin to survive surround yourself with great people i like to say surround yourself with people that are better than you uh i have no fear right i want to find guys that know that can do things better than me Uh, i'm not the expert anymore um i'm the coordinator the conductor i'm not the first chair trumpet player or the the sports analogy i'm the coach or or the team owner i'm not uh, i'm not on the floor uh, you know, uh, dribbling the basketball, there's people that are better at that than I am. And so let's build a great team of people. Um, right. You know, my job is different. It's evolved now. But I'm so passionate about it, or, or you, I would imagine, are that you don't even notice a clock go by. It's not about time anymore. I may be thinking about it two o'clock in the morning and my wife is asleep in bed. I think you just have to say to yourself, if you go into entrepreneurship, if you're going to go into this venture, um, you know, Look, it's really, really hard. I, I, I advise, uh, I don't do it, I, I do it voluntarily because I love to help out and this is also why I decided to, to also join your show here. I, I love mm-hmm. to, to tell people that I've gone through a very, very hard time, uh, in these two startups that I created. Um, and, uh, it, it is really, really hard at the same time. It's very rewarding. So arm yourself with everything that you can, you know, advisors are great, you know, mentors, people that have been there, done that, because um, it can be very relieving and it can be very uh, inspiring. But, yeah, it's going to be very, very hard, um, you know, and be very passionate, have a purpose rather than just, uh, obviously, the purpose should not be to make a lot of money. It should definitely, Mm -hmm. that should be a, you know, second or third priority in the the priority list. Um, But you have a purpose, you have a, you have a, a passion and then, yeah, um, you know, especially with the mobile phone and with the remote workforce, we have a whole lot of people in this company, we have almost 200 people. A lot of them are remote, you know. And so right. what, I, what, what we do is we actually embrace our global culture. Um, you know, we have a lot of people in Europe, a lot of people here. And, you know, I'm, in, I'm based in Silicon Valley. It's expensive here. So uh, what we say is, you know, um, you have to be responsible enough. You have to be organized so that um, you can – uh, uh, set the objectives and the strategy for the company as the entrepreneur, CEO, and leader. Um, set the vision, mission. What are the, what is the strategy? What are the what are the values for the for the for the company? What are the objectives? And have a CEO pitch, so to speak. And then you know from there on, um, you know if you have a mobile phone, you have an office. You know what? Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to be able to respond some really key emails. I remember that we signed. This $34 million check that we got for, for, um, for when we raised capital, I was somewhere out there. I don't know what, what day exactly was, but I know that I signed on the phone, uh, mm-hmm. you know, through DocuSign. And, you know, it's when, in moments like that is when you realize that, that you're doing amazing things, even when you're not at the office. Um, it's about, it's about tasks and efficiency and productivity, uh, for me. We talk about just how things have gone. I think that I, what I hear from you too is that, 
when you were talking about it's not about money, it's about uh, other things. You and your entire journey here so far have been a customer-centric CEO in the sense of, or a customer-centric focus. I mean, you were saying right at the beginning, I wanted to be the advocate for the person using the app, not not for me, the company that's, that might be, or the designer that's designing it. I'm not going to, I think that we should focus on the customer uh, and you know what money comes along with it if you if you have the right focus if you're especially if you're customer centric uh the money just kind of just happens what has been your most satisfying moment so far oh boy that's that's like asking what is your favorite son there's so many of them uh, um you know what's your favorite kid um no, I, there's there's many of them Ken. uh i would say that uh clearly you know i, I highlight moments like when we landed, you know, we, we went through a really tough time at the beginning because we bootstrapped. And so we were taking a lot of risks and, you know, signing deals with Google and PayPal and IBM uh, back in 2009, you know, those were moments where you said, where you, where you were like, wow, there may be a business here. You know, there may right. be a licensing business because we were doing consulting for so long. And so I remember that as a highlight. Um, obviously, the other, the other, and of course, I'm talking professionally here, Ken. I'm not talking personal, personal satisfaction, right? Um, the other, the other moments clearly was, uh, you know, when when you're turning a profit, when you're growing, you're beyond, you're past 10 million, and you're turning mm-hmm. a profit. Uh, that, that's amazing. You you have this sense of 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 achievement. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's very unique. Um, the other the other moments uh, is clearly, you know, when we kind of went through a, you know, a moment where we had to say to ourselves, well, are we going to build a big business or are we going to make this a family style business, so to speak, or lifestyle business, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And that's when we raised 34 million, um, which I, which I uh, alluded to uh, a few minutes ago. Absolutely. Look, uh, when somebody trusts you the way our investor uh, trusted in us, uh, you feel you're in top of the mountain, you know, uh, first, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's first, it's an opportunity to continue running the business, to grow it. Uh, you know, uh, there was there was uh, a little bit of liquidity as well in that deal, so that you know we had built so much equity over the years, so they recognized that. And so it was literally a dream come true. And and I, I'm a, I'm actually from Spain originally, although I've been here for many years. I feel I'm living the American dream, and so that moment. Um, has to stand out as uh, as one of the most unique moments in our in our career in my career so far. What company or business do you admire the most? I like Qualtrics. Um, uh, Qualtrics is a great great company. Um, you know, um, well, I mean, in our space uh, because I, I follow I those guys. Uh, uh, Qualtrics is is uh, spelled with a Q, right? So Qualtrics. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a essentially a uh, an experience management company. This company, I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, you know they just got sold, they just got bought by SAP for eight billion dollars, wow. billion with a B. Yeah, yeah I can go understand public. why you admire them. Yeah, yeah, but I admire wow. them to be honest with you, way way before, before that. I admire them way before the sale. Yeah, um, and the reason why I admire them is you know Ryan Smith is the Co-founder and co-CEO and CEO of the company, and um, you know he started and he bootstrapped the business. Started in 2002 out of the garage out in Utah, and you know like we did, we bootstrapped and went at it and was profitable fairly uh, fairly early. And he built a great product, very customer focused, uh, 
And then uh, years later, he was able to raise a lot of money, um, but he had already built a great company. And so capital came in a lot later. I think in Silicon Valley, you see stories where, you know, people raise a lot of money. Um, and that kind of makes things either easier or harder. And sometimes it's a big risk. So he was able to, to push it. And then over the years, they just they just grew with a great product, with great marketing, great sales strategy. And, uh, you know, I attended their conference. I've always I've been an admirer for many, many years now. Uh, and then they just had this amazing exit uh, just a couple of months ago. And I keep admiring them uh, big time. Final question. If you could travel back, you could you could have your team in, invent a time machine and you could travel back to you the the first day when you started this one and you could take 15 minutes with yourself. What would you tell yourself? Yeah, I thought about this quite a bit. Um, you know, you, 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 we've made so many mistakes. We've, we, it's been a very, very hard journey, especially trying to be capital efficient and all that. Um, you know, I, I think, I think about a lot of stuff, but one of them is the fact that, um, you know, I think we could have raised, it's actually a little bit opposite of what I said earlier, um, but with moderation, okay, with moderation. I think we could have raised a little bit more money um, in order to not be as, uh, let's just say, as efficient, or not as efficient, but, uh, you know, not, not as tight with money for so long. Because I think we missed opportunities. So a little bit more capital, you know, taking a little bit more um, equity, you know, a little bit earlier would have helped. And I think that that lesson, you know, that's one thing I would do. But there's many, many others, Ken. Alfonso, it has been fantastic to have you on the show today. If somebody wanted to reach out to you, how would they How would they find you? How would they connect with you, Alfonso? I think... Uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn quite a bit. Uh, you know, LinkedIn is a great network to connect. Uh, you know, you can, you can, you can see the activity, you can see what you're writing and, you know, who you're following and all that stuff. So I think LinkedIn is a great way to find me, you know, through my, using my name and just searching for my name. Look at the show description, my audience. Uh, look at the show description. Uh, go over to our website and, and, uh, we'll, we'll find and actually throw a link onto, uh, to your LinkedIn profile. So if people want to reach out to you and connect, that's how they'll do it. Alfonso, again, thanks so much for, for taking time out to be on the show. Uh, really glad that you, uh, came and spent some of your valuable time. And I hope you have a, a great holidays. By the time this is airs, holidays will be in the past, but, uh, I hope you have a, a great holiday and travel safely. Wow. That really was a good interview with Alfonso De Linoes of UserZoom. I hope that you learned from that. I think there were some great takeaways of the course of the last two shows. And the main takeaway that I get is that I love that quote. Everyone is a software company or everyone should be a software company because we do have to interact with our customers through their online experiences, no matter what we do. Um, that's so important. But from a personal standpoint, uh, I really do think that his focus uh, about keeping your focus on your customers, having a passion, something other than money, all of that just kind of falls into place. That is a great mentality to have for a successful CEO. I hope you learned, and I hope you join us tomorrow and get your drive on the Daily Drive. We'll talk to you then.
Thanks for listening, and thanks to our sponsor, That Company. Why is That Company the white-label digital marketing provider for some of the biggest agencies in the industry? Because we get results, we retain clients, and we deliver profitability. Visit www.thatcompany.com to find out how we can make your agency more profitable. If you want to give us feedback, call us now at 1-800-437-5121 or drop by dailydriveshow.com. Make sure you add us to your Alexa daily briefing skill. Don't forget that you can listen to us live every day on WQBQ at 7.30 a.m. The show wouldn't be possible without the Daily Drive Show team, executive producer Jake Perrick, web guru Taj Royer, and the audio man with the plan. Shoddy. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow.